to check in live on the telephone with R.W. Estella. Good morning, R.W. Good morning, Allison. Fog seems to be a favorite topic of poets and novelists. In his poem, Christmas Eve, 19th century English poet Robert Browning mentions the natural fog of the good man's mind. In his poem, Prospice, he asks, Fear death? To feel the fog in my throat, the mist in my face. In his novel, Bleak House, Charles Dickens feels his hometown has something unique. This is a London particular, he writes. A fog, miss. London apparently might have particular colors of fog as well, when we recall the love song of J. Alfred Prufrock, in which T.S. Eliot casually invites us readers to see where, in the room, the women come and go, talking of Michelangelo, and to watch the yellow fog that rubs its back upon the window panes. And in a larger, later poem, known famously as The Wasteland, Eliot again brings us to London, that unreal city. Only this time we witness it under the brown fog of a winter dawn. But the feline characteristics of fog that Eliot plays with in Proof Rock on the other side of the Atlantic are also ones that Carl Sandburg is interested in here in North America in his poem titled Fog. The fog comes on little cat feet. It sits looking over harbor and city on silent haunches and then moves on. Of course, predating all of the above is William Shakespeare's play Macbeth, in which the three witches start things off together with fair is foul and foul is fair, hover through the fog and filthy air. The past couple of mornings, like the character Shadwell in 17th century English poet John Dryden's MacFleckno, the rising fogs prevail upon the day. It's no coincidence Dryden uses the plural fogs, for our restrictions to visibility, as they're known to pilots, include a variety of fogs classified according to the ways they are formed. The Jeppesen Instrument Commercial Manual will help clarify. Radiation fog, also known as ground fog, quite commonly forms over fairly level land areas on clear, calm, humid nights. As the surrounding surface cools by radiation, the adjacent air is also cooled to its dew point. Advection fog is caused when a low layer of warm, moist air moves over a cooler surface, which may be either land or water, and is most common under cloudy skies along coastlines where sea breezes transport the air from the warm water to the cooler land. Winds up to 15 knots will intensify the fog. Above 15 knots, turbulence creates a mixture of air, and the fog usually lifts sufficiently to form low stratus clouds. Upslope fog forms when moist, stable air is forced up a sloping landmass. Like advection fog, upslope fog can form in moderate to strong winds and under cloudy skies. Precipitation-induced fog may form when warm rain or drizzle falls through a layer of cooler air near the surface. Evaporation from the falling precipitation saturates the cool air, causing fog to form. Steam fog occurs as cool air moves over warm water. It rises upward from the water's surface and resembles rising smoke. 
Ice fog occurs in cold weather when the temperature is much below freezing and water vapor sublimates directly as ice crystals. Conditions favorable for ice fog's formation are the same as for radiation fog except for involving cold temperatures, usually minus 32 degrees centigrade or 25 minus 25 degree Fahrenheit. Therefore, ice fog occurs mostly in Arctic regions but can be found in the middle latitudes during the cold season. And there we are. Feel any better about that fog? Mono Maine. Have a great day. 